Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Give us a text, 0457 736 736. And we've got the great Benny Iken on the phone. You there, Benny? G'day, gents. How are you going? Ike, how are you going? Never been better. Mate, Mate uh, I, I think we're, we're, we're privileged. I thought you, yeah. you would have been for sure on a golf course somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, listen, take a holiday up here, and I won't <laughs> lie, I tried desperately to get a spot in the comp. I couldn't find one. <laughs> you are lucky. Mate, uh, the 2023 Grand Final, the tickets are on sale now for the Host Plus Queensland Cup Grand Final. The date is locked in for Sunday, September 17th at KO Stadium, Redcliffe, with a 5.30pm kickoff. Mate, how's the, the new role, being CEO of uh, Queen QRL? How's it been? It's been fantastic. Um, I mean, having come out of 10 years of media where you kind of sit on the sidelines and pass the commentary from a distance, there's this kind of pull to get back into the fire, so to speak. And uh, I jumped back in with the Broncos for a couple of years. You sort of work right at the elite end of the game, and there's a, a unique energy about that, but it's very narrow-focused. And then coming across to the QRL, you get to connect uh, with all those people who you know, create that experience for the 68,000 participants uh, and they do it for nothing. And so you sort of, I remember I had this one week, I think it was State of Origin 3, uh, stepped out of a suite in Sydney and then by Saturday I was in the can bar at the Miles Devils. Uh, and surprisingly, uh, at the Miles Bowls Club with someone's dad uh, later that night celebrating, <laughs> Wayne Smith. Yeah, that's my dad, uh, you yeah. Get this, you, you get you get this connection and, you know, Cam, you know this and your old man had rave about it a lot um, mm. with people who basically make this game what it is. Um, mm. And so all I will say is that since I've come back to the QRL, I've been reminded that there's a lot of good people doing great work across Queensland um, to make rugby league the greatest game of all. Yeah, I was going to mention or ask you about that, Ike. How have you found that transition? So, you, you know, you're doing a bit of work in the media and then you've gone back and worked at the Broncos for a short period of time. Now, you're doing a lot of work with the grassroots and the country areas, which is, you know, Rugby League Heartland. How have you found that move? And um, you, I'm sure you've come across a, a lot of great people in that time. I love it. Seriously, I, I, it just warms your heart because I love the game. I'm a train spotter by nature. So uh, rug, rugby league's not just my job, um, it's my hobby, you know, so for anyone that knows me, I'll kind of do spreadsheets about spreadsheets, um, mm. rating players and competitions. I, I sort of love taking deep dives into um, mainly the elite game, but this kind of QRL role has allowed me to get to all the, the regional Queensland hubs. I've been to Rocky. I was at Bundaberg on the, the weekend for the senior A-grade semifinals into the local junior grand final day. Uh, I got to sit down and spend sort of half an hour with a couple of sisters, Christine and Gay, who sit on the junior rugby league committee, right? So they pretty much run junior rugby league in Bundaberg. Mm. And this year, they also picked up volunteer of the year, the two of them, for the senior rugby league. Oh, you know, so uh, Gay's got six kids. Christine works a full-time job. And I can tell you right now that Bundaberg Rugby League does not function without them. So you go into regional Queensland, you get to meet people like this, and it reminds you by the time you get back to head office in Milton exactly who you're fighting for. Mm. Which is great, mate. It's important, isn't it, to have those volunteers and um, such important for the grassroots footy to continue and thrive. And then hopefully you know, those boys and girls continue on into those elite programs in the NRL. But... 
talking about you know the Queensland Rugby League and and um, the the Queensland Cup this year. It's approaching the final series, but big weekend. There's there's still nine teams that could possibly play in the final series with South Logan Magpies on top. That's it. So. Carmichael Hunt, in his first year as a head coach, so he, he won the Melbourne Cup last year as a head coach. Uh, he got thrust into the top job with the South Logan Magpies this year. Um, Steve Bretherton sort of moved out of the head coaching role into the CEO role there. And Kay's stepped up and can close out the minor premiership uh, this weekend. Um, so uh, South Logan play the Capras up at Brown Park, 4pm on Saturday. Um, and the other game that's going on, so that if... if uh, South Logan win that, they secure the minor premiership. But if they lose, at the same time, up in Townsville, the Burley Bears are playing the, the Blackhawks. So if the Bears end up beating the Blackhawks and South uh, lose to the Capras, then the Bears end up in the minor premiership. So at the top, um, there's a good fight for that um, you know, best team of the regular season trophy. And then, as you pointed out, nine teams still in the mix to play finals. And so a couple of important games. The Falcons are in ninth position. If they mm-hmm. win and the Pride lose to the Dolphins, then it's the Sunny Coast still playing finals and the Northern Pride that miss out. So a whole lot of action. This is the last round of the regular season, and then and then we're away. It's finals time. Speaking of finals time, the grand final last year, 7,000 fans attended. Uh, Redcliffe Dolphins beat the North Devils 16-10, and one Selwyn Cobo was a part of that uh, match. Is there any young fellas that you're watching at the moment going, just just watch, keep your eye on this guy because he might be playing in early the next few years? Well, the guy that uh, whose story has really captivated me, and look, he's he's not a young young guy, um, but it's just a testament to his character, is Tristan Saylor. You know, so we all know what happened to Tristan, um, dragged through the courts and came out the other side, and found his way back to Queensland. He came to the South Logan Magpies. He ended up, you know, just going there on a, a straight contract with the club. Uh, that converted into a train and trial contract with the Brisbane Broncos, which then put him onto the development list. And then eventually I think he's found his way into the top 30 because by the time he showed that strength of character to, to bounce back, um, to fight, to rebuild his career and his life, the other thing he's proven is that he sits in behind Reese Walsh um, as the second choice fullback for the Brisbane Broncos. And having been there, and watched him in that environment. And, you know, you would both know and understand how much of the training sessions these days are opposed to work, is that Tristan Saylor, being in that uh, Renegades team or that Mustangs team, the reserve grade team, playing against the Broncos, his sharpness, his quality, has made the first choice 17 better. Mm. It's pushed Reese Walsh. And we all know what Reese Walsh has done this year. And I attribute some of Reese Walsh's success this year to Tristan Saylor and most certainly what Tristan has brought to the South Logan Magpies um, has helped them be fighting for a minor premiership this weekend. Ike, you just um, you recently visited PNG. Um, tell us about that trip, mate, what it was like. And do you think there's an opportunity for, you know, this talk with the NRL about, you know, expansion and whatnot. Is there an opportunity in the future, do you think, to put an NRL team up in Papua New Guinea? I absolutely believe there's an opportunity to go there. Uh, how soon we get there is the, the big question because we all know that you need the uh, the underpinning systems um, beneath NRL to make sure that what you're doing at the top level is high quality. Um, so I went up there for three days. I went and watched some kind of junior talent ID sessions. Uh, it was magnificent. Like So the facilities are 
you know, at best by comparison to ours, even in junior footy, like third rate, you know, but you get, I think we had a crowd of about 1,000, 1,500 people just to watch these young folks, you know, 14 and under 14s and under 16s just belt each other. And every time they got belted, they'd get up with a smile on their face and the crowd would cheer. But I reckon my my most favourite part (laughs) is there was one local who worked in the system over there. Um, with Joey Grimer, who's up there with the NRL bid team, ex-Parramatta uh, game development officer, um, who they send out before the game as the teams line up. And he does he does the age check, but he doesn't do it by passport or birth certificate because there's not many of them up there. He just does it with his eyes. <laughs> he decides that you're too old to be playing in the under four. You cop a blast from him, you've got to take your jersey off and go and find someone who looks younger so they play in the game. It's brilliant. Oh, so I'm good. sitting in there. And then I'd go and sit on the sideline and, and, and watch the game. And, I'd, you know, you know what it's like up there. Anyone that's got anything to do with rugby league, they just crowd around you. So yeah. I ended up with a group yeah. of kids who I took to asking, OK, I had no idea who the best players were, but they knew. And so I'd ask him, who am I watching here? What number? You know, what does he look like? What position does he play? And at the start of the game, the players they picked out evidently would end up the best on the field. And so there's this this great passion in PNG for the game. There's so many young men and women now who want to play at a higher level. It's just now about getting the structure right. So eventually, when that NRL team finally makes its way into the competition, um, they've got some real sustainability behind them. Now, Queensland Maroons coach, Billy Slater, currently unsigned for next year mm. uh, and beyond. Uh, where do you guys sit with the contract negotiations, Benny? I reckon we're just going to have to um, have a few pay cuts for his assistance. So <laughs> Mate, Benny, hang on a sec. I've got to let, I've got to let you know something, Benny. You may not be aware. You may not be aware. I'm actually the assistant to the assistant, uh, and I've yet to be compensated for back-to-back origins. Any remuneration right? there, okay. Benny? Uh, yeah, potentially. I mean, that, that it's funny. This weekend, um, East Brisbane Tigers play the Winner Manly Seagulls. I'm going back as the head coach of the Winner Manly Legends team because <laughs> yeah. um, for those that don't remember, I was the assistant to the assistant to Paul Green at Winner Manly in 2011. <laughs> I, have said, I have said consistently over the last 12 years that I didn't get enough credit for that premier success at Winner. So I know how you feel. Um, <laughs> just keep fighting a good fight. Actually, because it's a big celebration of Paul Green on Sunday. Actually, yeah. I actually texted Amanda on the uh, day that I got announced as the head coach of the Legends team, and I said, "Finally, I'm going to get the credit that I deserve." <laughs> <laughs> so now I just now now, now I just got to hope that like uh, all Paul buggery that team actually wins. Because if I go out there and coach that team and lose, I'm going to cop it. <laughs> <laughs> But back to Billy, back to the real coaching story. <laughs> yes. um, we started the conversation. He's expressed an az- a desire to uh, go around again. But um, again, Cam would know he, is, he doesn't do things by halves. He's all in all of the time. It's a high-profile job. It's not just three games. There's a whole lot that goes into it. Um, he lives in Melbourne. He's got other responsibilities, including a horse study, young family, and multiple other deals, including his commentary. So he wants to coach. We just need to keep talking about how it's going to look, what support we're going to put around him. Hopefully we can do a deal. I'm, I'm relatively confident, but I also do know he's got a lot going on in his life. But we're thankful for everything he's given the QRL over the last two years. He's been magnificent. So the goal at this point is just to get him to go around again. 
Now, mate, we, we know we've just spoken about you're looking after a lot of the grassroots footy in Queensland and obviously the second-tier competition with, with uh, the Queensland Cup. But what are you made of the, the Queensland teams this year in the NRL, the big boys? Um, you know, Broncos, Cows, the Dolphins and Titans. Um, Broncos possibly... Well, Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, well, Do- Dolphins exceeded everyone's expectations early and then I just think the depth of um, the talent on the roster has sort of mm. caught them... Uh, across the length of the season. Yeah. Cowboys seem to be finding their feet. Uh, I thought they overachieved last year, the Cowboys, so I, they've probably just sort of come back to somewhere about where they should be, but they're getting back to best form. So timing is everything across mm. a long season, um, like the Telstra Premiership. Yeah. Um, and the Titans, well, I mean, they're great. Hope now is Des Hasler and next year. It's not 2023, um, which leaves us with the Broncos. Um, I was... Uh, very, uh, very happy to be part of working with Kevy and Dave Donaghy to uh, find a way to get their, the footy program back on track. Um, kudos to Kev. I don't think I've met anyone who's as passionate about their club as Kevy is. He, he bleeds Brisbane Broncos. You just can't fake what he brings. Mm. He's clearly getting better every year as a coach. And by the time you marry that up with a, a really talented young list led by a very experienced playmaker and Adam Reynolds... Um, you know, you're going to end up somewhere close to where we're seeing the Broncos are now, which is a team that is a genuine threat. I think probably the biggest threat um, to the Penrith Panthers in 23. Mate, uh, thank you so much for joining us, Benny. Really, really appreciate it. Pleasure, boys. Anytime. Get on your Ike. See you, mate. See you, mate. There he is, QRL CEO, Benny Eichen. Always an absolute pleasure talking to the legend. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we share a holy schnitz moment. Thanks to schnitz.